The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at newbalance.com. What's up, everyone? I want to tell you about a car that you are going to love. Check it out. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, I love that, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. So let's say you're ready to take the family on a camping trip or something like that. The Santa Fe is perfect for you. You've got all-wheel drive. You can load everyone up in the third row. It's time to start being adventurous, and you need the right car, and that's the Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. What a play! Can you believe this? No, I can't. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. And happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome to the show. It is Fantasy Football Today. We are talking about four playoff games this week, giving you DFS lineups, but also the top 12 wide receivers for 2024. And we'll update you on the news and notes. And boy, I guess I forgot to get Dave with a game of the week yesterday. Yeah. And no, Because no. he's not here today. Instead, we have this backup. We have his replacement. Dan Schneier is here. Hello, Dan. Hello, Adam. I actually haven't been here since your abomination of a photo that you put up on Twitter of your quote unquote favorite sandwich that you get to get on a cheat day, which is a bagel sandwich with sliced deli ham. What claims to be Swiss cheese, but it was yellow. And then you said it was the Russian dressing on it and a tomato, just an out of place tomato. So much (laughs) wrong with that. But mostly why, as a Jewish man, are you eating sliced deli ham? There's so many better options out there from a taste standpoint. And just like that slimy deli ham is just nothing worse to ruin a sandwich than just throwing on deli ham. I don't know what religion has anything to do with it, but I mean, I we don't eat pork, buddy. We don't. OK, you speak for yourself because I eat pork all the no, time. I eat plenty of pork. as well. Exactly. Uh, no, a ham and cheese sandwich is one of the absolute classics. Oh, the only ex- criticism I will accept is the cinnamon raisin bagel. I understand that's a little out there, but Russian dressing with ham and cheese and tomato is great. You should try it. Uh, Sliced anyway. deli ham has to be the most overrated meat out there. Oh, will you stop with the, oh, you got to get the salami. You got to get the, like, it's a the Prosciutto, bacon, Prosciutto, Taylor ham. Right. Just, just, yeah, well, even anyway. Taylor ham. I mean, come on. Will you join me? Will you guys join me in singing happy birthday to T. Higgins? Today is T. Higgins' oh. birthday researching Jabbar Chase and T. Higgins. Not going to be in the top 12, but it is T. Higgins. May not uh, be a bangle. May not be a bangle. Maybe that would help him get in the top 12. It is T. Higgins. Birthday. That fight again. Happy birthday to <laughs> T. Higgins. Uh, before we get into the show, would you like to hear a great Dan story? Uh-oh, I don't even know what this is. Yes. 
Okay. The year was 2024. The month, <laughs> January. The week, last week. Last Wednesday, I said to him, Dad, you want to come on the show tomorrow? Meeting Thursday? He said, yeah, sure. I'll be on. He simply never showed up. Did not show up. He was supposed to be on the show last Thursday. Remember our meeting on Wednesday? I said, why don't you come on the show? We're talking top 12 quarterbacks. He just he just decided, wow. nope, not showing up. I, I don't know what happened. I got that text yesterday. I came on today's show. I don't know what happened last week. I, I would think there was some kind of confirmation text that you should be throwing out there, though. You know, I'm in the morning. I'm editing. The mornings are busier than, than the afternoons, and I may have slipped my mind. And I apologize for that because I, I love my opportunities to get on the show. But I can't set my lineup. I got stuff to do. I can't set my lineup. It's Thanksgiving day. You know, I'm cooking. The, I'm cooking the mac and cheese, making the guac. But can't, you know what? Can't, I do can't, apologize. Can't, can't sign into my team in a mock draft. What? I'm always signed into my teams in a mock draft. What What was the time of the uh, of the draft, the most recent draft we did, and the time that I requested for you to accept your invitation to the league? You requested in the morning, and I accepted <laughs> shortly after. The, the draft was at 1. I was fine. We had plenty of time. Well, don't worry, Dan. I forgot that you were supposed to be on the show also, or I would have sent you a confirmation. I didn't realize okay. until a couple hours after the show. I was like, wait, Dan was supposed to be on. Let's get to the news and notes. Uh, Dallas is keeping Mike McCarthy. That's good, right? For fantasy? I think it's great news for CD Lamb. That's yeah. the main person I think it's great news for. All right. Yep. Kyron I think Will it's good across the board. Sorry. Um, Kyron Williams broke his hand. Sam mm -hmm. Laporta practiced in full. Gabe Davis missed practice on Wednesday. Uh, Buffalo is super injured. Uh, Taylor Rapp, Christian Benford, a couple of defensive backs. Linebacker Terrell Bernard, they all missed practice on Wednesday. Uh, they're labeling everybody day-to-day, -day, but we'll see. Uh, Houston defensive tackle Sheldon Rankins mispracticed. Mark Andrews practiced in full, but that doesn't mean he's going to play. I think in both FanDuel and DraftKings, he's about $500, certainly in FanDuel, $500 more expensive than Isaiah Likely. I would rather just, for that purpose, I'd rather Andrews just be out, and then we could start Likely. But Andrews basically said if he feels like he can help the team, he'll play. If he doesn't, then he won't. Um, cornerback Marlon Humphrey's still out for the Ravens. He missed practice on Wednesday. We'll see if he can get back. Zay Flowers is going to play this week. Bucks edge rusher Shaq Barrett missed practice. I would think he would play at Detroit. Green Bay, uh, Jair Alexander, <coughs> Alexander missed practice. Excuse me. Rasul Douglas was limited in practice uh, uh, for Buffalo. I put him on Green Bay, but he's not on Green Bay anymore. Um, and A.J. Dillon missed practice. And Aaron Jones, I mean, it's interesting. Aaron Jones, Eric Armstead coming back. For the 49ers, they're a much better run defense with him. But, man, look at who he has just destroyed lately. Chicago, Minnesota, Dallas. More than 20 carries, more than 110 yards or 110 and more in all of these games. It started with Carolina, whatever. But then I'd say three tough matchups in a row. Do you guys like Aaron Jones this week in a fourth tough matchup in a row? Yeah, he's a great contrarian player. I think a lot of people are going to run away from him. So, yeah. Uh... I, I hope A.J. Dillon is out, too, because I think that's kind of coincided with Jones not coming off the field very much Yep. Um, and still getting goal line opportunities, converting them or not, however you want to view that. Obviously, three touchdowns last week. But um, in any event, uh, yes, I think Aaron Jones is is a good play. I don't know if he's a great play, but again, if we're talking DFS, it's a great contrarian play because of just the matchup. Yeah, Aaron Jones over 92 and a half total receiving and rushing yards. One of my favorite props of the week that I placed earlier. Uh, I just think that even if the game script gets away from them, which I'm not sure it will, but even if it does, he's going to have an impact in the passing game to get that total. So I like him in DFS, obviously. If I like him to get 92 and a, over 92 and a half. I've got this really bad football feeling this weekend. It just... what. 
Oh, here it is. Wait, wait, hold on. Before you say it, whatever he says, everyone do the opposite. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I think the Chiefs are going to win. Ugh. Why is that a why bad is, feeling? Why is that a bad Who feeling? Who wants the Chiefs it. to win? Come on. Like, I'm so what? over the Chiefs. Right? Oh, people <laughs> say that. I, I don't know what it is. I'll never get over the Chiefs. I just love quarterback play so much, like real good quarterback play so much. I'm always just going to root for Mahomes the rest You're of the You're a Giants fan. How could you say that? Um, <laughs> that's why I can say that because I need it. Uh, I, I did I did see a, a tweet from Heath, um, and I'm probably taking it out of context, context yeah. but it, it, it was a uh, uh, something to the effect of the Chiefs can have a – Soul stealing victory, yeah. Soul, sta- soul, soul snatching yeah. or soul soul, soul snatching. Yes. Soul snatching. What does that mean? Explain that. I I don't like the the Bills have already been eliminated twice in the last four years in the playoffs by the Chiefs, but that was at Arrowhead. Now they get a home game against the Chiefs. The Chiefs are not the Chiefs. Travis Kelsey's not Travis Kelsey this year. Like this is the year you beat the Chiefs and yeah. get over the hump. If they don't, I don't know if they ever do. Right, right, exactly. Fair. This is their Super Bowl. I mean, at home, it, it's just all those injuries on defense. That's a really big deal. Oh, man. Well, congratulations, Heath. They're going to win. Hopefully you can add this to uh, the list of bad takes. Yeah, isn't this more <laughs> likely that you just ruined his season and you jinxed them? Like, congratulations, they're going to win. If Adam thinks they're going to win, it means they're going to probably lose. See, I'm a I'm a big proponent of the reverse jinx, but it doesn't work if you're trying to do yes, it. Yes, that's, that's 100% clearly right. what Adam is trying to do. The no, reason he's so I, over Rule number jinx, one of reverse jinx, he, it can't be obvious. I really think they're going to win. Tri- he is tired of me smiling and enjoying life. He would <laughs> like to see me suffer pain. And so that's what he's no. trying to reverse jinx his way to that. But it well, he, he, in fairness, tried to do that to me in our dynasty league too. After <laughs> um, after week one, when yep. I had a very big week, and he said, "Oh well, we should just all quit now because Jamie scored two hundred uh, points uh, without Tyreek Hill." I was like, <laughs> "Mf'er." <laughs> I actually do like the Chiefs. I do. I just I like the Bills. I I kind of like I have like a cousin who's a Bills fan. I know how much this would mean to them. They need this, yeah. you know. They need this. So I'm I want it for the Bills. But let's so make. Some I, picks. I was. I asked – this is the question I thought that Jamie was going – the tweet I thought Jamie was going to reference in reference to the quarterbacks and their legacy. Who needs to get the Super Bowl more this year? Like, obviously, it doesn't matter to Mahomes. It doesn't really matter to Baker Mayfield in terms of, like, Hall of Fame eligibility. They're they're not – I could push back a little on the Mahomes comment because I think if Mahomes wins the Super Bowl, he can, in my opinion, squarely be considered the second-best quarterback of all time to me. Okay. okay. But, like, Allen – Jackson, Goff, like who who needs it more legacy-wise? I think like Goff has a sneaky shot at the Hall of Fame if he wins the wow. Super Bowl. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. wow. I don't think He's so. 29 wow. years old. 29 <laughs> years old with 30,000 yards passing. If he gets the first Super Bowl, he's only one but away. At some point, we have the, the voters like, have to adjust to the fact that the stats have changed so much in the modern NFL era. Like he, we're going to have so many of these well, like, let me ask overly you padded stat quarterbacks. Yeah. And you're going to be like, well, compare it to Aikman, and this stats here, here, look better. Here's, here's two guys that are going to be interesting discussions. Stafford and that I'm Matt Ryan. I think Stafford's in. Mm-hmm. Because he's got a 5,000 yard season. He's got pre pre 17 games. He's got um, he's got a Super Bowl ring. Right. Uh, Matt Ryan does not, but he's an MVP. And so you know those those two guys are going to be interesting discussions. And I think you can throw Russell Wilson in there too. You know, just based on on what he's done. I would I would say Russell gets in, but um, mm. you know, again, those are three I would say borderline Hall of Fame candidates. Certainly not first ballot Hall, Hall of Fame candidates. Um, maybe Stafford, depending on how many more years he plays, he's, he's the closest to it. But, uh, 
I don't think Jared Goff gets any win the Super Bowl win. But to his point, like if Goff does win a Super Bowl, his stats are going to be padded to the point where it's like they'll be comparable to a Stafford. Is that kind of what you're saying? Like by when it's all said and done. Yeah, let's think that's hold on. Yes. Damn it. Sorry, Heath. I keep muting Heath. <laughs> I'm just muting Heath. This is like a, a bar. Oh, and now, around the now I was muting Dan's mic. Okay, Heath's back. There we go. Yeah, I wasn't typing, but thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I, th- I agree with most of what Jamie said. I think the problem for Ryan and Rivers without the ring is right now their argument is mostly top 10 in passing yards, top 10 in passing TDs. Like Ryan does have the MVP. The problem is if they're not getting in in the next five years, which they're not, they're not first ballot guys. By the time that people are actually considering them, like four or five more quarterbacks will have passed them in all these numbers. Yeah. And so I, I think that will make it more difficult for them. But you start getting rings, then it gets easier. I just hate that we're going to be comparing the numbers when the modern game is just so completely different than even what we saw in 2000. Well, but Matt Ryan played in the modern game. He did, but some of his years were in the in the two thousands, like the mid to early two thousands, and and Ryan's a fair one. But like then we're going to be compared. We're going to be like, well, how can you leave this guy out when we let Aikman in? And it's like, well, the game was so different. And and what well, Jimmy I mean, said got three rings. It's a different conversation. I know, but like players like that that have made the Hall of Fame with with worse stats. But like Lamar's getting close to locking it up. You get two MVPs in a ring. Nobody's ever done that and not got in. Yeah. Oh yeah, he right. If he wins, oh, so Lamar gets a ring. He's in. Yeah, yeah. This is the probably biggest. To answer your first question, Heath. This is who it's probably biggest for, Lamar. Right? I, like I, if he wins the Super Bowl, it changes. The thing the difference is Lamar has two MVPs. He could probably get in without winning a Super Bowl if he just solidifies himself as the greatest rushing quarterback of all time and won Maybe, two yeah. MVPs. He's probably in. I was thinking it might be Allen because he hasn't won an MVP. He hasn't got a first team All Pro. He hasn't won a ring. Like his case is basically that he ha- he so far has had a four year stretch of really good counting stats. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's true. Yeah. All right. Well, let's make some picks. Let's. I'm, I'm ready. To, I know we're going to save it to the end, but let's do it. All right. Let's start with uh, Niners Packers. Just win. Yeah. Who's going to win? Niners. Niners. Yeah. Niners. Niners. But I, I, I'm like, I'm getting some vibes from the Packers. Like they, yeah, they, they do good. have like some, you know, some Giants wild card run vibes to them. But I think the defense is just too bad, and it will be exposed. All right, Houston at Baltimore. Baltimore. Baltimore, but this one has real vibes for me. More vibes than Green Bay upset over because CJ Stroud is just so phenomenal. And this will be the, tr- the truest test for Stroud. Can he beat this defense? This is the best pass defense he's faced all season. I'll go Baltimore. Yeah, which, go who's got a better chance of upsetting the one seed? Houston. Oh, Houston. Bay. To me, it's Houston, without a doubt, because of Stroud. Yep. I'm going to say it's Green Bay. I can't get this. I, I don't know how Feeling. I feel about Purdy. Purdy pooing oh. his pants on Monday night against the Ravens is really sticking in my head. Like, could he just the come The Packers' and, defense is not the Ravens. Not the Ravens. Yeah, it's like the, the total opposite with Joe Barry. <laughs> I, I know, I know. They but. played well last week, kind of, against Dallas, but they played with a lead. That's the difference. I don't know if they're going to play with a lead, and it's so much easier to play defense when you have that lead. Stroud, like, at home. Last <laughs> <week>. <laughs> this comment is amazing. <laughs> uh, Stroud at home versus like, I don't know. what the, It is so freaking cold on the East Coast right now. I don't know. how He's played at Ohio State. Yeah, Dan's so. actually wearing a long sleeve shirt. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it, so it, bad. That's actually here. a normal short sleeve shirt, by the way. And I think yeah. we're getting snow on Friday night in New York. So I, I don't know exactly what the weather will be on Saturday, but it could be pretty bad conditions. <sighs> we have more snow coming. This is disaster. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's, been, it's been a bad week. Uh, <laughs> Sunday's games, Tampa Bay at Detroit. Who do you we're like? Baseball tonight. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. 
Tampa Bay at Detroit. Detroit. Uh, Detroit, but this one feels like there could be an upset coming. I agree. At first, when I looked at this, I wanted to get heavy on Detroit with the spread, and then I looked into a, a few more things, and the real thing that concerns me here is Jared Goff against the Blitz. The numbers are really bad, and Todd Bowles loves the Blitz and is really good at designing Blitzes. Did a great job with it the other night. That's what concerns me the most, and then I look at the other side of it. Tampa Bay's deep. They beat them 20-6 to six earlier this season, Detroit, so like everyone's looking at that 13-point win, but Tampa Bay's defense, <laughs> I looked at the, the the game, like um the box score for that, and looked at some of the injuries on pro football focus. They don't have, they, they have, they didn't have the same players that are playing in this game. Like, they're much healthier for this game, so this one scares me a little more. All right, we're all taking Detroit, though? I'm taking Detroit. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, still taking Detroit, and Detroit's yeah. the team I'm rooting for the most behind Mahomes. That's left in the playoffs. I think their story is the best. All right. So then here's the big one. CBS, 6.30 p.m. on Sunday, Kansas City at Buffalo. Who do you guys like? Buffalo. This is tough. I'm going Chiefs. Chiefs. I'm going Chiefs. Chiefs. I'll go Chiefs. Chiefs. Okay. I know it's going to surprise a lot of people. The injuries, <laughs> the Buffalo injuries on defense are what scare me the most. And the fact that they just can't blow out any teams. So they're leaving. You leave Mahomes around and you give him one final drive. I just... Might just give him 13 seconds. Yeah, it's exactly. kind of how it is. Exactly. All right. Um, I think Bills need to get to the quarterback. They just need to pressure him. Mahomes, I thought, looked great last week. There were some drops. Great. The numbers weren't as good as they should have yep. been. But their offense played against different. four guys like us. I, mean, I know, but the Bills, the Bills, the the Bills don't have a great pass rush, you know? So I just I don't think they get to him enough. And, uh, you know, they if, as long as Juwan Taylor doesn't commit like th- four or more penalties, I think they'll be all right. But you never know with that. Um, listen, please vote for us. This is a fantasy football show, and we've given zero fantasy advice in the last 16 minutes. So vote for us. Sportspodcastawards.com. Hit, hit vote now. Best fantasy betting and gaming uh, category, fantasy football today. That's the name of the show. There's a QR code to scan. There are links in the episode description. And we're going to come right back and talk about our top 12 wide receivers. And then we'll give you some DFS lineups later on in the show. We'll be right back. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So I'm going to put a link to the story that Jamie wrote with everyone's top 12 wide receivers. However, that was done a few weeks ago. And Last week. Well, the, but the rankings were done a few weeks. Well, at least you wouldn't let me change mine because I know you wrote something up. But I things, changed mine, and I made sure that it, made, that it made sense with your write-up, Jamie. All I did was move Rice <laughs> a little bit higher and add in Nico. Yeah, I, I think you wrote about me having both Texans receivers in there, but I, I no longer do. But for the most part, it's going to be the same, and I'll put a link in the episode description for that as well. So if you want to follow along, please do that. Uh, yeah, there you go. All right, first question. Do you guys have Stefan Diggs in your top 12 for next season? 
I no. do not either. Do you, I do. Do you have Devonte Adams? There's no way, right? No. 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 Okay. Nope. Um, those are the only questions I have. <laughs> Let's go to the top 12. <laughs> so, Jamie, was it the same top five for everybody in some order? Um, let's see. Uh, Jefferson Hill, Chase, Lamb, St. Brown. Yep. Yeah. For those two. Uh, those three. Those four. Those five. <laughs> okay. Six. Eight. This is like a manual way to account for this. I think he's doing this. Uh, yeah, everybody had the same. The top, right. same top five. Okay, so in some order: Jefferson, Different Lamb, order. Hill, Chase, St. Brown. Did anybody have a Monra St. Brown among us four here? Anybody have a Monra St. Brown higher than five? No. no, no. Okay, so it's the same top four in some order, and then a Monra St. Brown five for everybody. So what I think is- honestly, the only difference is who's one. Yes, and. Heath is the only one that has Chase ahead of Jefferson. That's I have, really am I the only one with Tyreek at, at one? No, I have Tyreek at okay. one, too. I have Jefferson one. Right, what's, give me one through four. I know St. Brown is five, so Jamie, give me one through four for you. One through four for me is Tyreek one, CD two, Jefferson three, Chase four, and Amon Ra five. Now, if the quarterback situation seems favorable for Jefferson meaning a healthy Kirk Cousins or a rookie that I think is going to help him elevate his game or I shouldn't say elevate, maintain his game, um, I will put Jefferson back at one. Okay. I mean, he was great with with Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins actually was insane. He threw for a ton of yards. Yeah. He was like 430 in a game. He th- Well, he threw for 300 or more yards in, in the three games he played with Jefferson. Unbelievable. Uh, and it's not including the last one where he came in at halftime. But uh, all right, so uh, Heath, who's your top five? I have uh, Lamb, Chase, Hill, Jefferson, St. Brown. Dan, I'm making a change to it right now because this was this was a uh, post Mike McCarthy. Oh, I'll be making back. changes later as well. So yes, yes. I agree. I'm going to go Tyreek Hill, Lamb two with the news of McCarthy back. I'm actually going to make the move to move uh, Chase three and Jefferson down to four from two to four. Just thinking a little bit more about it. I am concerned if Cousins doesn't come back. I think that Cousins won't. I personally think Cousins won't come back. There's a lot of smoke to suggest that this was going to be his last season there, and they're they've looking to restart stuff. And, like, if you can get someone in there who can throw the football well, that's fine. But, like, I, I didn't like any of the Jefferson without Mullins with, like, Dobbs and, you know, like, and and uh, the other rookie quarterback, Jaron Hall. Like, if you don't have a good thrower of the ball or someone who's willing to challenge those windows downfield, there's just such a limited, like, I can't put him among those other three guys. So I'm moving him down to four. Uh, I mean, it's totally fair. I, I have Jefferson one. I guess I'm a little more confident in the quarterback situation because I think there was smoke about this being his last year, but that was before he tore his Achilles. I think it, you know, his market is is not going to be the same that it was. I think the the question is, what does he want? Because I pretty much was right. sold when Jefferson showed up the first or second week afterwards wearing the Kirk Cousins T-shirt and the chains that the Vikings are going to try to bring Kirk Cousins back. Yeah. I just well, don't... it's 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 a Sign and keep and draft and prepare, you know, and so it's keep Cousins as the bridge quarterback and, you know, let him play out the season, probably depending on which rookie you end up getting. I mean, look, they may they may have to. And I, and I say the settling, but um, not not necessarily as an insult, but, you know, settling for Penix. 
you know, and, and that could be their guy, you know, if they decide to go that route, they could get Jaden Daniels, you know, depending on how things go, they could trade up and be aggressive and, and get in the Drake May conversation, or maybe even the Caleb Williams conversation, depending on, I don't think Chicago trades in the division to, 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 to make that move, but you never know. In any event, um, if it's, if it's a day one quarterback plus Kirk Cousins, then I think that's pretty good for Jefferson, not just, yeah. Jordan, but also his dynasty value. If it's a, um, day two quarterback and that's the route they go or day three quarterback, you know, and, and it's a, another Nick Mullins or, you know, let's say Carter Mitchell, you know, they decided to, to go that route. Um, then I think Jefferson's certainly fine, but he's not going to be one for me. Okay. Um, why chase, you know, I'm actually, you said Heath had chase over Jefferson and now Dan does too. I was curious, Heath, what you think about Jamar chase and just quite frankly, his very underwhelming yards per catch and yards per target the last two seasons. It's been, I mean, it's been a lot. It's been worse, clearly worse than the other three guys in this conversation, Jefferson, Lamb, and Tyree Kill. He simply has not performed as well as those guys. Well, he did not play very many games at all this season with a good quarterback. Um, yeah. Joe Burrow was just, like he was hurt. That's and he's got an excuse. I'm not putting Joe Burrow down, but Joe Burrow was not. Jake Browning had better efficiency numbers than Joe Burrow did throwing the ball this year, and so I think that's part of the excuse. I think part of the excuse is that Cincinnati has not done as good of job as the other teams of figuring out what to do with this shell coverage. Like we saw year one, it was just bombs away to chase, and teams took that away. And Cincinnati's answer wasn't as efficient as maybe the Bills or the Chiefs' answer has been. I think the, the best case for Chase, because statistically he he didn't really but, measure. But look at the numbers he's had with without T. Higgins in the lineup. That's what I was really focusing on, yeah, and, they're, right. and they're really okay. good. And if you're going to make that projection, at least for me, that Higgins won't be there. I'm not ready to to make that projection. Okay. I mean, I think that, that is oh, a big deal. Um, I also think I, when it comes to Tyreek Hill – you know, how big of a deal is is Jalen Waddle? Because Waddle had a bad year. Hill wasn't as good. He was great in 2022, but he wasn't quite as good because Waddle, well, he went from like 10 touchdowns to four. Um, you know, the number one receiver, I say this all the time, the number one receiver basically never has another top 12 receiver on his team. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, Tyreek Hill didn't this year. Uh, but And CeeDee Lamb won't I, next year. I, I don't think he... No, T. Higgins is not. I don't think Chase will either. What? what right. Yeah. But it might be I mean, more to, like top to your, 15, and Higgins is usually there, but yeah. But To your point, though, your first point, Adam, which I think is definitely interesting about Chase's 2023 season, I don't really look as much at yards per target in the, in the stats you referenced, but yards per route run to me is the, the stat of all stats when it comes to wide receivers. If you look at year over year per, like prognostication, that stat has been the stickiest by far. And even if you look at it right now, here are the yards per route run leaders from 2023. Tyreek Hill way above anyone at 372. Then Nico Collins, Brandon Ayuk, Justin Jefferson, Puka Nakua, Amon Ross St. Brown, C.D. Lamb, Jalen Waddle, A.J. Brown, Rasheed Rice, Keenan Allen, Debo Samuel. All 12 of those players in the top 12, most of them are mentioned in our top 12 rankings. I think Keenan Allen may be the only one who's out of it. Some people might not have Debo. Some people might not have Rasheed Rice. Some people maybe might not have Waddle. I haven't looked at all the rankings, but everyone else is in the mix there. And then you have to go all the way down to 25 to see where Jamar Chase is as the 25th highest ranked receiver in yards per route run. So it obviously wasn't like an ideal season for him. I just think for the possibility of those stats and those numbers being weighed down by not having Burrow 
And then the the upside to me of if, if Higgins does leave and they don't really have the cap space to I don't know what they'll do with Higgins. I guess maybe they can tag him and, and free some stuff up by restructuring Burroughs contract. Well, let's fight again. Let's cap. fight again. Come on, let's go. No, I think they, I think they could franchise tag him. They have they could and then they could restructure the Burrow contract and a few others. But they that's have, playing with fire have, when you start to push have those the cap fifth most back. cap space in the other. They actually do have a luxury. They have like 60 million dollars in cap space. So I think they have, they've got to get a lot better in a lot of other places, too, though. That's right. what I'm saying, well, right? Hey, let's, like let's, let, oh, let's move on. All right, so we know our top four. We know Amonra St. Brown is five. I'm just, real quick question on Amonra St. Brown. Do you think he can... Uh, at this time last year, I don't really think we thought C.D. Lamb could be the number one wide receiver. He just had never True. showed that. Do you think Amonra St. Brown could be the number one wide receiver? Yeah. Um, no, but he, he certainly can be close. I just don't think he has the same touchdown upside as some of these other guys. I was going to say he would have to luck into a lot of touchdown regression luck, but I I don't know if it's as, as possible as these other guys. So I'd say no. Let's go to six through eight. Again, it's some order of Lamb, Hill, Jefferson, Chase, St. Brown, one through five. Heath, give me six through eight in your rankings. Mm, this is this is where the changes might start happening. I will tell yes. you where I had it, and then I will listen to uh, what Dan and Jamie say and then make changes. But I had it originally A.J. Brown, Puka Nakua, and Keenan Allen. Brown, Nakua, Allen. Okay, uh, Dan, how about you? This is where I have my most bullish case, uh, player in the rankings. I have it at A.J. Brown, Puka Nakua, but then I have Rasheed Rice all the way up at eight. Okay, so you both have A.J. Brown and Puka Nakua. Uh, Keenan Allen, and then the younger version of Keenan Allen. Keenan <laughs> Allen for Heath, and the younger version of Keenan Allen, Rasheed Rice for Dan. Uh, Jamie, how about you? Uh, this is what I have it now, but I would move Puka up. But right now it's A.J. Brown, Garrett Wilson, and Chris Olave. A.J. Brown, Garrett. Okay, so everybody has A.J. Brown. Two of you had Puka Nakua. Jamie says he would put Nakua there. Yeah, Puka will now be seven for me. Okay, I have Puka nine. I'll move him up to eight. So my six Puka. through eight would be... A.J. Brown, Garrett Wilson, and Puka Nakua. So that means A.J. Brown and Nakua are in there. That means Garrett Wilson for me and Jamie, right? Yep. Um, Rasheed Rice, Keenan Allen. All right, so talk about Keenan you want, Allen. Do you want Dave's at all, just for... Honestly, no, I just think it's too many names. Okay, I mean, um, it's on the site. So you could... Yeah. Uh, and he... Dave, just know I stuck up for you. Adam said no. <laughs> Dave <laughs> sent me his updated <laughs> list, too, but I, I just I can't. Like it's I'm, I'm getting confused. Keenan Allen, Heath, uh, you know, older, but like a fine wine, so I hear, getting better with age. Yeah, he was a wide receiver three last year on a per-game basis. Um, I think like what happens with the offensive coordinator situation there and the, the general flow of the offense, who they add and could change things, he's certainly got age risk, but he did not show any signs of slowing down last year at all. No, he did not. Um and might have been his best game per per or best year per game. Definitely. I think, I think you're right. Jamie, I think uh we showed a really a lot of faith in Garrett Wilson. Certainly didn't justify it based on his 2023 performance, but you know, why did you have Garrett Wilson in your top eight? Well, I mean, you know, it, it's it is again, this is what we talked about on the running back show that you're you're projecting out of what you hope is going to happen. And the hope would be is that Aaron Rodgers comes in and turns Garrett Wilson into the star that he's capable of becoming. And so we've certainly seen flashes of it. You know, we saw flashes in his rookie season. We saw flashes of it at times this past season. He should continue to be a target hog. Now, 
you know, again, if you're talking about, okay, T Higgins is leaving and, you know, who knows what the offense coordinator is for the chargers and what's going to happen. Well, Aaron Rodgers has said he would like to play with Devontae Adams again. And so if the Raiders are willing to move on and the jets have the ability to make that deal, then there's no way Garrett Wilson is being considered this high. Uh, even if you like him better than Devontae Adams, which I would. Uh, but in any event, um, as of now, as the number one receiver for the Jets, with hopefully a healthy Aaron Rodgers, even at 40 years old coming back, even with a banged up offensive line, I think just the quality of targets, the opportunities that he'll be able to, you know, get, and and the way he'll be able to perform, puts him in the in the discussion to maybe be a top five type of guy. So uh, I think a borderline first round pick for Garrett Wilson, and and certainly can make the case that he's he's a top ten guy where, wherever you want to put him. The, right, the, yeah, I think yeah. The, the main risk for Garrett Wilson is one, Rodgers is just, I mean, he was already old and he's rusty and he's just not as good. And right. the second one is that Devontae Adams is on the Jets. Sure. Well, the, the the third one, and the third one is that offensive line just doesn't do anything to improve. Like everybody's like, oh, it's the offseason. We'll improve our own line. And it's like, I've seen that story play out with the Giants a lot of times. It's very hard to find offensive linemen in the NFL. Even if you draft them high, it's no guarantee. And they need four positions on their offensive line. If, if uh, then that could be more if Eliza Vera Tucker isn't healthy. So it's just that's what scares me the most about that. That to me, Garrett Wilson is the highest upside of the players I have ranked in my top 10, but I don't have him ranked that high as well. But, but I don't rank that high. I think the thing you look at is, Hopefully Vera Tucker's Vera Vera Tucker is healthy. Um, they draft a guy, and based on how Rogers was talking, if there is a likely reunion, it's Bakhtiari. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I like that. I don't know if that's good. I love that for the Jets. I mean, I mean, how many games he hasn't played well in a while, but I don't know if that's great. But um, you know, it it certainly is something I think that would help that team. Tremendously, you know, and they're not going to resign Beckton, so they need something. <laughs> yeah, and and I think also, you know, the the notion is this isn't an Aaron Rodgers is good conversation. This is Aaron Rodgers helping Garrett Wilson be good, <laughs> right? You know? So this right. isn't a hey, oh my God, Aaron Rodgers is saving the day for the Jets. This is Aaron Rodgers is saving the day for Aaron for Garrett Wilson, and he has a history of exactly what you just said, leaning on that one receiver. Oh yeah, big time. Okay, uh, let's go to a nine through twelve. Our last four here in our. Well, top let me 12. make a case for Rasheed. Can I make my Rasheed Rice case? Yeah, yeah, sure. Because I love Rasheed Rice going into next year. And I wasn't as high on him until doing some research this morning and coming across some things that are just kind of crazy. And I'll, and I'll credit uh, the stat man, Jacob Gibbs, I call him. It's the stat man. Yeah. You like that one, Adam? That oh, you did. For you. <laughs> that, the stat man? No, no this is a play on the tax man. Oh, by tax the man? Oh, well, you have, stat man. you have yeah, no... Jacob like, Gibbs, the stat man. Because he's um, the stat man. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. All right. So um, this was a great stat that he pulled recently. And among 74 wide receivers with 350-plus routes run in 2023, there are only two receivers to average 7-plus yards after the catch per reception, and that was Debo Samuel at 8.8 and Rasheed Rice at 8.3. Rasheed Rice's uh, yards after the catch ability resulted in a top 10 yards per route run rate, which I just discussed earlier is very sticky over year over year. But over the past 10 seasons, Rice is the only wide receiver to finish with a top 10 yards per route run rate with an average depth of target below six yards. What does that tell me? It tells me that despite the fact that he still probably has a ways to go in learning that Andy Reid offense, he's already 
become a fantasy contributor just because he's so good after the catch. And I think from what I saw, and I remember the one we did a little bit earlier this year, Adam, I think maybe like the third to last beyond the box where when we broke down Rasheed Rice, I'm forgetting now who they played that game. There was a, there was a double move with Mahomes that he hit him on a back Mm -hmm. shoulder after a double move. And I was just like, if that starts to build, if that rapport starts to get even better and Mahomes can trust him in the vertical plane and in the intermediate, like, what do we have here? We could, in my opinion, have a top five potential receiver. All right. I, I do think, though, you know, again, we're talking about T. Higgins off the, the Bengals um, and some of these other potential moves. This is the guy that scares me the most about adding somebody because yeah. if Kelsey comes back and they add somebody of significance in any capacity, I think, other than a rookie, you know, so it could be an aging guy like like uh, Mike Evans. It could be uh, Hopkins. A, you know, a guy still in his prime like like T. Higgins or a Michael Pittman. You know, it, it could be. You know, even even a second tier guy, which I think would still be okay, but like a, Mar- a Marquise Brown, you know. So depending on what route they go, is going to really swing how you feel about you know, Rice and, and his his upside. If they stay in the current form of what this pass catching group looks like, and maybe it's a, a rookie tight end that they go out and get, you know, just with the idea of you know eventually Kelsey's heir, um, then you should be great, you know, with 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 Rice here. But like this is the one that, and and Heath, I'm curious, you know, we 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 could have talked about this on, on your show, and maybe you will. Is he a is he a sell right now? Yeah. I mean, he may become one this week. All those banged up Buffalo corners. He goes out and has a 150 yard game, his second straight monster playoff game. I think like I've got him right around wide receiver 20 in Dynasty. I was a little bit low on him coming into the league, but I think there are people who will start to view him as a top 12 dynasty wide receiver. And in that case, he's absolutely a sell for me. Let me tell you something. I think we- nine we look, we say it every year. He had 938 yards in 16 games. Rookie receivers who reach 900 yards, they are almost always good players. They have good careers. It's just, it, it's right. like an 80% it's hit rate. Um, but but a top 20 dynasty wide receiver is a very good player. Like there's right. there's a lot of wide receivers in the league that in the last five years have had 900 yards in 16 games. What's that? There's a lot of what? There's a lot of wide receivers who have done that. And the, like the wide receiver classes the last five years have been insane. The rookies, you mean. But not like only right. two did it last year, I think. It was only Wilson and Olave, um, I believe. I think I think year. part of it was also like what Heath said a little bit earlier. Like, I feel like I was just a little bit too low on my evaluation of Rice coming out of school just based on the tape I saw because – once I saw it at the NFL level, and I'm sure you guys can can agree with this, there's a lot of explosiveness to his game post-catch. And I think I saw that in his college tape, but I guess there were other parts of areas of his game I didn't love. And you look at it and like the numbers back it up. He had the second best vertical leap of any receiver in the combine last year. He was fourth best in yards per route run at the collegiate level, which we just said is a sticky stat. Fifth best 10-yard split that shows the quickness and the burst off the line of scrimmage. He's a much better athlete, I think, than I realized coming into the NFL. And now that I see it with my own eyes at the NFL level on tape, I just am willing to, to be very bullish on him. All right. We got to get he's also here. tied to, he's also tied to the best passer. In the yeah, that helps too. <laughs> I'm big on that. All right. Let's go to nine through 12 in our wide receiver rankings for 2024. Uh, Jamie, go ahead. Uh, the what? I'm sorry. Nine through 12. Nine through 12 for me um, is right now it's Puka, uh, but Puka, DJ Moore, Pittman and Rice. So if you, but okay. Uh, so, so that would be Alave would be in this range. Alave. All right. Alave, DJ Moore, Pittman, Rice. Mm-hmm. Heath? I had DJ Moore, Tank Dell, Garrett Wilson, Debo Samuel. 
And I had Debo Samuel 9, Garrett Wilson 10, Ayuk 11, and then Nico Collins 12. Okay. So for Jamie, it was Olave, DJ Moore, Pittman Rice. For Heath, it was Moore, Tank Dell, Garrett Wilson, Debo Samuel. For Dan, it was Debo, Will, Garrett Wilson, Brandon Ayuk, so both 49ers guys, and Nico Collins. For me, I don't remember what it was originally, but I forgot DJ Moore, so I had to put him in there. So for me now, it's uh, this will be a little controversial. Stefan Diggs, Chris Olave, DJ Moore, Nico Collins. I took Tank Dell out. I have I now have Dell uh, Collins ahead of Dell. I I wanted to do that originally, and I'm going back to what my gut was. Um, so we can talk about that. But nobody has Stefan Diggs. Did anybody other than me have Stefan Diggs in the top twelve? No, uh, I believe you're the only one. So I would just point out that if you just just go to his pro football reference page or any page that has his stats, his 2023 season for Stefan Diggs looks a lot like 2021. And there uh, were Chris, Chris Towers did also. Okay. There were, you know, he had a terrible finish. And then go look at his playoff games in 2021. That was when Gabe Davis had that crazy like 200 yard, four touchdown game, whatever. Mm-hmm. Two games where where Josh Allen, I believe, had two huge games and Diggs was awful. And he came back in 2022, and he was like the number five wide receiver. So I understand that he's getting up there in age, but we still have Tyreek Hill in you know as number one or number two. We have you know Heath has Keenan Allen in his top twelve. I don't think Diggs lost it midseason. You know that I think he basically he struggled because Josh Allen struggled, and I've seen that in his career with the Bills when Josh Allen's been like a 4,500 yard pace passer Diggs has been great when he's been like a 4,000 yard passer on pace four he struggled now what worries me is the Joe Brady thing because they threw less with Joe Brady so I I'm getting more concerned every time Stefan Diggs goes out there and has a bad game <laughs> last week he didn't really do he wasn't bad but Allen threw for like 200 yards when he have like 70 yards so I'd no, like I think he more. had like 57 on seven catches okay. or something. Yeah, right. Seven. Okay. He has been, the ADOT has, so, has been so bad lately. Like he's not he the downfield. He hasn't been overlooked or ignored. And that's, I think, the thing that's concerning is the targets have still been there and the target mm-hmm. share has still been there. And you're talking about a guy getting into his early 30s. Right. And, you know, so what have we seen? You know, we can we can break this down any which way, you know. Keenan Allen was a monster, but he got hurt at the end of the season. So, you know, do you call it a a, a winning season for yes. him? Or yes, I, I, kind I'm not, of. He's not there for your playoff run. Is that really I a winning mean, season? Is he the only one? Justin Jefferson missed uh, what six games, seven I'm, games. I'm just posing the question. No, no for the playoffs. But, I'm saying. but here here are the 30 year old receivers that we talked about part of the season. So if I forget somebody, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Would you say it was a good season? No. No. It's terrible. Adams. Mike Mike Evans was a great season. Mm-hmm. Devontae Adams, bad season, right? Based on the expectations. Yes. Um, and Adam Thielen. And you would say probably up and down. So, yeah, I mean, you know, Thielen was surprisingly, I, mean, I think he was a win, but I would say, I would say he exceeded expectations. Yeah. So now you're looking at the next crop of guys or these guys still in the same category. And to say top 12, I think the expectations are you're looking for probably 17 plus PPR points per game. Is that fair? Yeah, yeah, that's good. I take that. Twelve, yeah. I don't think he does that. I get it, and honestly, I think Devontae Adams could do it too. I, I, I didn't. I thought Adams looked really good. I just thought he had terrible quarterback play. I mean, remember the line? Was it the line? How is that going to change? Well, it could change, but I guess uh, you know, Gardner Minshew. 
especially to the Raiders. It's my, my, my off season bold prediction. Uh, (laughs) No, I, I just, for the most part, and this is wrong occasionally, but for the most part, I don't predict bounce back years for guys over 30. Yeah, that's fair. Um, All right. So let's talk about some of the other guys. Well, how about this? Let's finish with this. Who would you rather bet on to be a top 12 receiver, the Texans receivers or the Niners receivers? Uh, the they're right. Receivers. They're right near for me. Yeah, I would bet I, on the I, Niners. I would. I would. I, they're. They're all top twenty for sure. Um, yeah. You know, and and probably uh, top fifteen. Yeah. I think the most interesting thing for me about this exercise, Adam, was just and and everybody was just how that range of like eight or maybe nine through like 17, 18, 19. There's a lot of interesting players in that that I think could all be either nine or 18 within those rankings. Even somebody like Olave and Moore who missed my ranking slightly. But if I put them in, I take out an Ayuk or I take out a Nico Collins, guys I really like for next year and who are projected you know, to be better players. So it's, it's going to be interesting. There's going to be a lot of depth. I think it's going to be a year where I'm going to be heavy pounding wide receiver rounds three through six. Well, I, I think, I think, I think as a, that. Yeah. What'd you say? I, as I think really evidence of that, even early, yeah, maybe two through whatever it may be, one through six. Go ahead, Heath. Yeah, I think as that, there was two fantasy points per game that separated eight from eighteen this year. Yeah. Well, that's that's one monster game, basically. Right. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you. I just want to say for Olave, I was thinking about this 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 morning. I got he reminds me a little bit of Terry McLaurin right now. Like I could see profile wise or just as a player, like as a player, so far, situation. Just, like, like he's really good. We all know he's really good. Is he ever going to have the quarterback that's going to make him elite? He doesn't get yeah. red zone targets and he right, doesn't score touchdown, touchdowns. Yeah. So he's got so a who, lot. Who, yeah. Who should we put in that category? Cause it was Diggs. Remember I said, Diggs is going to be one of those guys. If he finishes career in Minnesota, we're always going to say great player, but never produce like he's capable of mm-hmm. DJ, Moore. DJ Moore. Yeah. And Moore gets a quarterback. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, look, McLaurin, I think is going to get his quarterback. Because I think what, what what Washington does in the draft is going to significantly impact him in a positive way. Um, yeah, maybe that's that that Olave could be that guy. I hope not. I hope not too. All right, let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll give you some DFS tips for the big weekend with the Chiefs clearly going to beat the Bills. We will be right back on Fantasy Football today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. 
Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Okay, we're back. <laughs> Putting on a show during the break. Nobody's paying attention. Okay, uh, DFS. Who do we love what? this week? Who do we love? Must, must plays in DFS, anyone? I can't see you during the break. You can't? I know. No, no. we don't see you. We see you the commercial. You see the little boxes below you, Heath? No. Well, no. I guess I could, yes. I could see the no, little we, boxes oh. below, but if yeah, my window is a little bigger. Oh, okay. no, I, I didn't realize that Dan Adam. and Jamie couldn't see me. I mean, Heath could see me. All right, so I'm just blaming okay. Heath then. It's fine. <laughs> Listen, you want to dance for Heath? Do it on your own time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's, who do we love uh, in DFS this week? I'll throw uh, I built one lineup so far. It's a little mini Packer stack with Jordan Love, Aaron Jones, and Luke Musgrave. Um, you know, just based on their pricing and I think what they'll be able to do. Hopefully, the weather will be okay in San Francisco. Um, I think they're expecting some rain, but uh, in any event, um, I just like the way he's playing. And it's 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 tough to pick the wide receiver to stack him with because he's been so good at just you know, finding open guys. And so I didn't expect Romeo Dobbs to play the way he did last week. He was amazing. Uh, who thought Jaden Reed would get only three targets and no catches and Reed's numbers. I know Christian Watson did not do anything significant last week. Uh, only one catch, but Reed's numbers were certainly down when Watson was healthy. Now you could say, okay, that was when Reed emerged and, you know, looking ahead to next year, but uh, I'm just trying to avoid it. Now you could say, pick the right one. And if you guess the right one, you're going to probably be okay if that's the guy that Love leans on. But um, I'll take my chances with with Musgrave. There's a lot of interesting cheap tight ends this week that you can go to. Um, you know, you mentioned the the Ravens guys, if likely is uh, – even even if Andrews plays, likely could still be significantly involved. Um, I think Kate Otten's in, in a good spot right now. Matchup's good against Detroit. Uh, Laporte is relatively cheap by comparison to where he's been throughout the course of the season. And then Musgrave. So I just went with uh, with Jones, Musgrave, and and Aaron Jones, and then countered that with uh, McCaffrey and and Ayuk. Okay, yeah, I think we should talk about uh, getting McCaffrey in your lineup, and it, you know, it's it was tough. I tried to do it in in fan. Well, do you want mine? Cause I have McCaffrey in it. Uh, yes. Yeah, well, sure. Yeah. So it's it's Love and McCaffrey. I'm sorry, Love at quarterback, McCaffrey and Aaron Jones at running back. So I I did spend money there. Uh, I went Mike Evans at receiver. Uh, I'm sorry, no, not my game. I went Brandon Ayuk, uh, Khalil Shakir, and Chris Godwin. Let me just make sure I have it right. Um, Chris Godwin, Musgrave, uh, Jamison Williams at flex. And I, I, to me, I don't care about defense this week. There's just too many good offenses. Um, and I went with the Packers, just the cheapest one. Okay. So, Dan, who do you love this week? I look at this four-game slate, and I say the one I'm most confident by far in offense happening consistently in these games is San Francisco and Green Bay. Now, the weather thing is interesting, but I think overall that will pass, and rain is not the biggest factor for me. Wind is, um, and I, I like the weather there. And two, There's only two games with good weather this weekend. So that one, I look at it, and George Kittle somebody I have to get in my lineup. I look at the, the struggles the Packers have had against tight ends, the way that Joe, Joe Barry system is set up, it is not – I don't see any chance that they're going to do any kind of adjustment to take away Kittle. So to me, Kittle is my favorite play on this. On this, I have Kittle stacked with Purdy and with Ayuk. And then I have a flip side of who I talked about earlier, Aaron Jones. Love him as the as the flip side play. If you want to stack one team, you always want to have that one player on the backside. Um, and Aaron Jones, that player for me. So that's my my core four um, this week. And those are the players I love. But if I'm going outside of that game, Pacheco is my favorite just overall value play of the slate. I just think that with the, the Bills defense and the state they're in, it's going to be a really good matchup for Pacheco this weekend. 
Yeah, I, I am a little bit different, I guess. The game that I'm stacking is Lions-Tampa, the indoor game. Yeah. Detroit games in that building, usually both teams score pretty well. So I've got a Baker-Evans-Rashad-White stack with Laporta and Jamison Williams on the bringing back. You can still get Christian McCaffrey in that lineup. I The chief I want is Rasheed Rice. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Bills secondary is going to be able to tackle him. Um, and then I've got the Packers defense because they're the cheapest. And on FanDuel, Dalvin Cook's just 4,500 and has been signed to the active roster. I don't ever know which Ravens running back's going to score a touchdown. Hopefully it's Dalvin Cook. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, and Gus Edwards is is pretty discounted as well. I mean, he's probably the most likely. Uh, he's actually, on FanDuel, he's pretty expensive. He's more expensive than James Cook and Rashad White, so I can't get behind that. I'll check. That's Gus Edwards I'm talking about. I'll check on DraftKings. And, and I mean, Emmanuel Wilson might have... Five to ten touches in this game. He's another cheap running back who, if you want to put somebody in the flicks. I think, yeah, we should probably talk about bargain basement guys. I see you guys have, have Jamison Williams. He's cheap. Khalil Shakir. Jamie has Luke Musgrave. Um, who I, 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 my cheapest guy was like Christian Watson, actually, and, and Isaiah Likely. I have Isaiah Likely in there, but what I did on FanDuel is I, I left 500 extra dollars, so I'll put Andrews in if, if uh, he plays but I hope it's likely, and who I think would be a very good play. But actually, before I even get into that, just got to say, like looking at Kevin Roth on Roto Grinders, Houston and Baltimore, Houston at Baltimore, Kansas City at Buffalo, cold, really yeah. cold. That doesn't mean they can't have high-scoring games, but in the upper 20s or the lower 20s, 10 to 15-mile-per-hour wins. So Tampa Bay at Detroit is definitely it's a dome. I don't know if you saw somebody ask Todd Bowles about acclimating <laughs> to the weather. That was rough. Oh, that was crazy. Uh, Green Bay at San Francisco, we mentioned, should be good weather, but there could be some rain. But if you want to just play it safe with the weather, Tampa Bay at Detroit, and both those teams really struggle defending the pass, as we know. Um, but, yeah, any any other uh, Dalvin Cook we heard? Real cheap guys, Heath, that, that you could throw in your lineup to help you get McCaffrey in there or something? Well, I mean, on FanDuel, Damian Pierce is the same price as Dalvin Cook. So, like, if same same type of bet, you're just hoping he's the running back who gets the touchdown. Oh, uh, one of my favorite cheap plays is Trey Palmer. Yeah, I like that yeah. one. Mm-hmm. I like that Dontavian Wicks is a cheap play. I know that the playing time might be an issue, but I just think he's a great talent. I think and Wicks is get, more than Watson, actually. I think. He's, he's pricier than Watson? Okay. Could get a red zone uh, carry for Latavius Murray. No, they're the same. Oh. Watson's $100 more than Wicks. But I, so I went with Watson. Yeah, Latavius Murray, you're absolutely right. You could you could get that from him. Uh, players to avoid, like, I just, I can't try. It's Josh Allen, most expensive quarterback against the Chiefs. I just don't think it makes sense. I'm avoiding Goff, and I'm avoiding Laporta, and I'm avoiding Montgomery. I just, I don't love that matchup at all against Todd Bowles. Really? Well, okay, I know, and that's at home, and we assume know, points. Yeah. But What? You said the blitz thing. That's interesting, but it's not a game. Bay's gotten it's killed by tight ends, haven't they? Yeah, they they haven't done well against tight ends. I'm just not projecting much offense from. It's weird when I think about this matchup. I, I from a matchup standpoint, it sounds like I'm. It feels like I'm on Tampa Bay, but I still somehow think the Lions are going to win this game. So I I don't really know how it's going to go down. But I'm the Lions do have the sec, second highest implied total on the slate. Yeah, and the Ravens or the Niners. Just nervous Niners? about that offense against Tampa. Niners. Uh, yeah, Ravens over under is five points lower. So, um. I should have said this, but Baker Mayfield's, I'm guessing, going to be the most. What do you think? Roster, roster yes, 100. Yeah, I completely think that's the case. I yep. think that's the that's the game that's going to be the most rostered. Mm-hmm. 
players, you know, so, and it makes a lot of sense. You know, the running back's probably a little bit tougher just because those run defenses are really good. Um, but the, like Amara St. Brown's going to be hugely popular. I mm-hmm. think both Bucks receivers are going to be popular. It's just a matter of what you do around them. Yeah. That's my line. I mean, I have Baker Godwin Evans. Um, would you say you had Heath, you had Baker Evans, Rashad white. Yep. Okay. Uh, all right. So are there any players like I definitely don't want Allen or Diggs. Um, any players that you guys don't want? I'm not planning on playing Mahomes or Stroud either. Yeah, Montgomery's yeah. out for me. But yeah, Stroud is tough for me too. Stroud is the cheapest quarterback on FanDuel, and I I want to say second cheapest on DraftKings. So that's the only thing that makes it pretty interesting. Boy, would that be I'm not playing Kelsey? Why not? Um, the last three months, <laughs> <laughs> he really doesn't look great out there. It's kind of wild. Okay. What did he? He had a couple of drops, but he had because he had seven for seventy-one with some drops on ten targets last week. And boy, he hasn't scored in seven straight games. Come on, now's the time. Now's I think the that time. I think there's a lot of unreported stuff about what happened in that Minnesota game with the re-aggravation of that knee, and he just played the next week, and he just to me doesn't look explosive at all out there. This is the least explosive I've ever seen him in his career by a wide margin, just eye test wise. Heath, do you want him back next year? Yeah, of course. Healthy, healthy, yeah. I, I want him back understanding his diminished role. I don't know if that's reasonable. But does he have a diminished role or does he have yeah, just who's diminished? behind him? No, I don't mean his tight end. I just mean yeah. Rasheed Rice is the number one target and be okay gotcha. with that. Gotcha. I look, if he has a diminished role, then I think it's we are never ever getting back together. <laughs> like ever. <laughs> <laughs> do you think she's going to be at the game? I think it's too cold. I, I mean, it's going to be one. 20 degrees warmer than game it was, was last week. Do they even have luxury suites in, in, this, in, in Buffalo? It's like the 100-year-old stadium. You know, like I feel like it's not going to be as comfortable there. <laughs> She'll be there. Okay, okay. Um, all right, let's do some lineups. Lineups. Uh, Jamie gave his... Uh, I have a I have a DraftKings lineup. I don't know if anybody's given a DraftKings lineup. I gave my lineup too already. So, oh, that's right. You it's like when you were dancing, nobody was paying attention. <laughs> I guess no one could see it. I have Justice Hill um, to get McCaffrey in. So, not hmm. quite clear what the running back roles are yet without Keaton Mitchell. That was pretty late in the season, and then nobody played in Week 18. Um, or actually, actually Justice, they did Justice, play Hill, Justice Hill played a little bit in in Week 18. Yeah, um, but. I think there could be some catches there for him. So I have Baker Mayfield, Justice Hill, Christian McCaffrey, Chris Godwin, Rasheed Rice, uh, Christian Watson, George Kittle, and Mark Andrews, and the Chiefs DST. That's my DraftKings lineup. It's That's a 50-50 lineup. I thought you said you had Isaiah Likely. In my fantasy yeah. lineup, I have Likely. Oh, okay. Yeah. I do not. Like, that's another guy I put on my not playlist, Mark Andrews. You just don't trust it? Yeah, I mean, just listen to what he said himself. I'm gonna if I can get out there to help my team in any way, I'll do it. That means decoy. Maybe. Buzzkill. All right. Uh, what, <laughs> give me a lineup, Dan. Oh, I'll be honest. I, no one told me before the show that I had to make a lineup out of it. You didn't tell to. me that. You don't have to. That's fine. No, I wish <laughs> I had been told that, and I would have. But I was busy. I'm, I had stuff to do. What are you talking I'm about? Still, no, I would have made a lineup. I'm, I'm toying with it, but it will it will be Brock Purdy, George Kittle, and Ayuk as the core with um, on the flip side of that, Aaron Jones. So those four for sure, and then whatever I can fit after that. You know what we're going to do? We're going to make the Dan What's Shire that? lineup right now. All right, let's do it. All right, let's Put go. those four in. Let's get it. Hold on. i got to get a 50-50 here. We're going to go... We're gonna go five dollars. 
You owe me, by the way. Yeah, I'll pay. Uh, <laughs> and uh, all right, so he likes the Niners. Let's see. Okay, who do you like? Who's your quarterback, Purdy? Get me in Purdy. All right. Kittle. Brock Purdy? Yeah. Okay, there he is. George Kittle. Mm-hmm. Who else? Ayuk. Okay. Aaron Jones. You're going to run out of money pretty soon. All right, Aaron Jones. Now what do I have left to work with here? 6,100. Let's get a defense. Let's get a defense. Oh, defense. Um, I'll roll. This is an interesting one. Defense. No points. Let, let me see. Ugh, I don't really love I don't want who's give me the price range on these defenses. All right, so you give got the Niners are forty five hundred all the way this down. Fantastic, all the way like down segment to the of the year. Packers at thirty two hundred. At the sake of making this segment a little better, let's go with uh, Bucks defense. I'm sure they're cheap. Thirty five hundred. That's a great choice. Bucks defense thirty five hundred. Okay. okay, now we need another running back. You have six thousand seven hundred fifty. Pacheco. Let's get Pacheco in there. Uh, oh, he's pretty Pacheco expensive with seventy five hundred. All right, so now we need. A wide receiver, two wide receivers in a flex, sixty five hundred each. You could do this. This is fine. I'll let you pick these ones for me because that's it's not in front of they me. They can the literally not think of a wide receiver right now. <laughs> you want you gotta have Rasheed Rice. You got him as a top twelve wide receiver next year. I know, but can I fit Rasheed Rice in this too? We're, yes. we're gonna need like one dirt dirt cheap. Okay, player. give me Rasheed Rice and then fit in a dirt cheap Dante Wicks. Or Palmer. Are there any James. former Giants? Play? Richie James is playing. <laughs> <laughs> Richie James would be better than than half of the Chiefs wide receivers right How now. About if he actually Rashad got Bateman time. or Luke Musgrave? Uh, Bateman. Okay. And that gives us 6,600 for a wide receiver. Jaden Reed. Basically any... Oh. Can I get Rice in there, Rashid? Is he in there? Yeah, he's already on your team. Okay, okay. Uh um, Jaden Reed? No, can I get a Bucks receiver in there? Is there anybody to get a Bucks receiver? We're going to have to go a little cheaper here. Trey okay, Palmer. throw in the Palmer play. Throw in the Palmer right, play. Let's see who we can get. I like Jamie's long shot Palmer play. Um, also, He's, Dan, Richie James played 83% of the offensive snaps last week. It was just like Adams dancing. Nobody noticed. because yeah, They didn't notice. And I didn't know he didn't have a great game. But if he had gotten his chance early. Like, I, I can't sit here and believe that Richie, that Richie James, who had like almost 1,000 yards with Daniel Jones, wouldn't be better than Marquise Valdez-Scantling and Justin Watson, who every time I watch them play, they're horrible. All right. I gave you Latavius Murray. I just can't. I don't know. Trey Palmer was too expensive. So Latavius I think we're, we're – the, the contrary lineup is now Mahomes, MVS, and Justin Watson. For, yeah. For the yeah. yeah, you guys want to fire those guys up and enjoy. Watch Marcus Valdez-Scantling run run sprints around the field all game. I Thank saw you, somebody, everyone. I don't know who tweeted it, but it was hysterical, so I apologize for not giving credit to it. But the last thing you'll see before you die because it was so cold was Marcos Valdez-Scantling dropping a ball. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I saw that too. How, yeah. What are they getting out of that contract, Heath? That can't be going on past this year, right? There's no, no I think this way. is the end of it. Yeah. Okay. It's a that great contract. Wild already contract. Won, already won one Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> like he clearly helped. Yeah. 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 It was a big help. You don't know that, but uh, to the left of Heath is his Chiefs closet where he has the Kadarius Tony jersey and his MVS jersey. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> is Kadarius Tony playing this week? Is he still uh, on the run? What is he doing? What's his latest? Uh, he, he's got. He's got. Uh, believe it or not, he's got an ankle injury. Oh. And uh, he is. Uh, he's trying to get back. Uh-huh. I got. We got Sky Moore back at practice. I actually. I, I have. I believe four Chiefs jerseys in my my Chiefs closet. Um, okay. Jamie didn't get any of them correct. Uh, I didn't think so. Right. Mahomes, Mahomes, Kelsey, correct. 
Yep. Kelsey. Taylor Swift. Um, they're no gone. Taylor Swift. Is it new players that are still on the uh, roster? Or? You're so close, Jamie. You get the first name right, last name wrong. Who'd he say? He said Derek Thomas. Oh. Uh, what other Derek? First name right and last name wrong? I don't know. First name right. Derek Johnson. Derek, oh. Oh, the running back? Does that say Derek, Derek Naughty? Linebacker <laughs> out of Texas. He was oh, a first round pick. Derek Johnson. And one more? Uh, Jamal, Charles. Derek Jamal Charles. Yeah. What about Priest Holmes? No. Priest Holmes? It's, a, uh, it's, it's, a, it's an autographed Tyreek. Oh, uh, nice. uh, wrapped up and underneath everything else. Oh, there was one <laughs> no, thing I wanted to do. Who's on the Mount Rushmore of Chiefs? Oh, come on. Mahomes, Kelsey, who else? Reed? No, no, you're not Ooh. allowed to have a coach up there. Mahomes, no coach? Kelsey, Thomas. Thomas for sure. I mean, it, it, for so long it was Lynn Dawson because he was the only quarterback who had ever led them to a, a Super Bowl. Alex Smith. Um, definitely. Derek Thomas is definitely. Um, Tony Gonzalez. Oh, Tony G. Tony G, yeah. And then I'm seeing Taylor Swift. Here. Taylor Swift is also on the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> I like referring to Tony Gonzalez as Tony what's the, what's the Giants? Sounds like he's Mount from Rushmore. New Jersey. Emmett Thomas. Uh, uh, Giants, Mount Rushmore, Lawrence Taylor, Eli Manning. Put those one and two. Eli? Yes. Of course. Yes, of Over course. Over Phil? Of course. Of course. <laughs> Not even of close. Of course. Of course. Oh, God. Lawrence Taylor, Eli Manning, Michael Strahan. Frank Gifford. Daniel Jones. I mean, you could go back. Yeah, you got to like go Gifford. back to like they had some You can go way back. They have like Why way back. Why tittles in the mix, uh, but no. Yeah, I don't know. Bill McConkey, I mean, the towel waving is just McConkey, the towel, McConkey's towel. <laughs> All right, listen, I want to read. Uh, I want to read. Jeremy Sharkey. I want to. There's a, a guy on Twitter who has the McConkey's towel uh, Twitter handle, and he trolls people on Giants Twitter. So I just okay. found that funny. So this is a, a five star review from Josh. It says, "Great fantasy okay. advice, year round listener. Also, me and my wife watched that reptile movie on Netflix. So I'm going to say." Good movie advice, too. It was a dope movie. I tell you, I don't give bad movie recommendations. I don't. I missed this episode. What was the Reptile movie? It's, it's called Reptile. It's great. He told you to watch why it. Did, why did no one ever hear about it? What do you mean? Who, you I, told Dan to watch it. No, no. He told me to watch Just Friends. That's next. Yeah, on my list. Was that our last mailbag? You told him to watch Reptile? I don't think no, so. I told no, everyone to watch Reptile. That was Dave. in January. <laughs> when did I this just come out? Dan, that. MVS had eight, six catches for 116 yards and a touchdown in the AFC Championship game last year. Okay, so he did help in that in that one game. That's He's, great, great contract. Do me a favor. Don't put comments supporting me up because people think I'm doing it and it makes me look like a narcissist. <laughs> Fade actor, how much did you pay for that comment, Adam? <laughs> he is putting it up, though. Like, it's not. So like, I will be thing. doing that <laughs> no, far don't more do often. That. Don't do that, yeah. Um, also, there was one that said Adam should be a stand-up comedian. So we're going to leave. Yeah, Adam should do stand-up. He's so funny. Five-star review. We're going to leave you on that note. Thank you to Dan, <laughs> Heathen, Jamie, and to Thomas Schaefer. Uh, have a great weekend, everybody. We will talk to you Monday on Fantasy Football Today. Go Bills! <laughs>